That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. That's, that's very big weirdo energy right there, Benzino. We're not going to lie. What's up? What's going on? It's another episode of your favorite podcast, DX Daily, the podcast where we like to keep you up to date on everything that happens in hip-hop music culture. I am one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky, And I'm your other host, A-Dub. It's Monday. It's a brand new week, brand new things to get into. Benzino and 50 Cent are still going at it, man. This doesn't have any sign of stopping. Now Benzino has come out and said that 50 Cent does not own BMF on Stars. Then we have Future who revealed that he makes $1 million per show. And of course, we have more updates on the Megan Thee Stallion versus Tory Lane saga. I know there's new stuff about this every week, but this time Megan Thee Stallion is sitting down for an interview with Gail King. So we have to dive into that. But first, please make sure you follow the podcast. Please make sure you subscribe to us on all platforms. Platforms. That's Spotify, that's Apple Podcasts, that's Podbean, that's Stitcher, that's all of those platforms. Please hit that subscribe button and that follow button for us. Thank you. Now let's jump in. Okay, so 50 Cent and Benzino have been at each other's throats for like a month straight now at this point. So, of course, we know that 50 Cent has been going in, poking fun at Benzino, trolling him for allegedly messing with his trans model, Shauna Brooks. And now Benzino is trying to get at 50 Cent. And he's claiming that 50 Cent doesn't own the rights to the BMF story about Big Meech and the Black Mafia family. Uh, so, of course, he and 50 Cent just continue to trade shots at each other via social media. Yes. Yeah, so in this latest saga, I guess, um, it started on Saturday, April 23rd, when 50 Cent had shared a post about Coy LeRae, who you know is Benzino's daughter. And 50 was basically supporting Coy LeRae in this post saying, now would be a good time to stop hating on Coy LeRae. I'm going to make her show up on your TV. Stop worrying about a first week work. So a little support there. And so then Benzino responded to 50 Cent um, and showed his appreciation for 50 showing support to his daughter. But then it's when he came to say that he doesn't own BMF or doesn't own um, anything with stars. So... Yeah, he said, I appreciate you putting my koi on, but does she know you and stars ain't been seeing eye to eye lately? Hmm. Well, I just got my hands on a federal lawsuit saying that the BMF trademark isn't yours and you knew about it and never told Meech or stars. Big mistake, you dummy. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Uh, first thing I found interesting was this post of 50 uh, posting up Koi Ray. There's this this nice picture of Koi that he put up um, when he said that, you know, he's going to make Koi show up on TV. Now, the reason why I thought that was dope in the first place was because when 50 Cent does these things, like these these random acts of support for people, they always kind of have a backup motive, but it's still a great look for the person to even be on one of 50 shows. So I thought that was great. And then the second layer to that is that Coilerae and Benzino are already having trouble with one another. They're already not seeing eye to eye. Coilerae said that Benzino was threatening her mom. They already don't have the greatest relationship, according to Koi. So um, that was a, a good move on 50s part or a good way to get under Benzino's skin on 50s behalf because we know that they they aren't seeing eye to eye right now. And then to the, the allegations that Benzino was making fun of Coilerae's album sales, even though he said his page got hacked, yet again, another 
a just jab or a thing that 50 can talk about and and get under Benzino's skin and affect him by, you know, post, posting up Coilerae. And then to add insult to injury, <laughs> Coyle Ray comes along and replies to 50 Cent and says, Green Light Gang, let's go, which is basically 50 Cent's, you know, tagline for all of his shows and projects that he's involved in. So now Coyle Ray is looking like, hey, Team 50 over here. Like, so it's just it's just looking bad for Benzino right now. But um, this Stars T that he's he's trying to put out on 50, I think maybe it did a little it did a little damage, but not enough for people to be like, oh, we're team, team Benzino. Like, I don't think that um, people were shocked by the fact that 50 and Stars are not seeing eye to eye right now. We know that 50 airs Stars out every other post in between mm-hmm. trolling other people. So we know that 50 and Stars aren't seeing eye to eye. We, we might not have known, though, that he doesn't own BMF if that's or doesn't own the rights to BMF. If that's really true. We might not have known that. So that's a new piece of information, I guess. Yeah, I definitely didn't know anything about that. Um, but it's also interesting to note that Benzino said more in his post. And it was kind of concerning because he was basically saying to 50 Cent that um, he crossed the... Well, he said this. He said, you crossed the line with my kid, but that's okay. She'll have to live with the decision she made to go against her father to deal with the ops. And then he says, everyone who is a real person will recognize her disloyalty and it will be her downfall. SMH, people who sell their souls always regret it. Like, that's weird. Yeah. That's, that's very big weirdo energy right there, Benzino. We're not going to lie. Like, if you you are the adult in the situation, this is your child. You open up the post by saying, oh, I appreciate you putting Koi on. But then at the end, you call her disloyal, say it's going to be her downfall, and she's messing with the ops and all of this. If you threaten her mother, you're the ops. Mm-hmm. First of all, first and foremost, you might be the op. The ops is in the mirror. Look in the mirror. But, um... I just I just don't think that he goes about anything regarding the Coilerae situation in the correct way. Like um, one of my friends who who raps as well, like he he had to tell Benzino about himself. He put it on Twitter like, look, you are a father. Act like a father. You're making men look bad out here. Um, you're making men that's really uh, active in their daughter's lives look bad out here. <laughs> um, and I agreed with that because why are you doing this with your kid online? Like that just makes zero sense to me. He almost got her Nicki Minaj feature canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he he's come out and or Koi's come out and said that you know he's been making threatening statements online. Like we just see this relationship play out too publicly, and now you add fuel to the fire as the adult in the situation by calling your daughter disloyal and saying she messing with the ops. Well, did you ever consider the reason why she would be inclined to take Fifty Cent side and go against her own father? Like you got to think about that when you're thinking about when you're thinking about all of this, Benzino, because if y'all had a great relationship and you were doing what you were supposed to do, I don't think she would have done that. I don't think she would be like, hey, let me team up with this guy that's going against my father. Like, obviously, there's something there deeper that needs to be explored. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But it looks like in the case of 50 Cent, Benzino, they going to be going at it for a little bit. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot more of this that we're going to be seeing for sure. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, now let's talk about Future because he's been in the news so heavy lately. That man knows how to drum up press for his album. I'll tell you that much. So, you know, he's preparing to release the follow-up to High Off Life, which was his last project. And um, Future tweeted out, major heat, coming fast, stay ready, stay woke. So, you know, the album is coming soon. Um, he actually said it's dropping this month. So, huh. 
Scooter said the album dropped this month. Are we ready for this new future? Is he about to prove that he's the best rapper alive, as GQ magazine said? What are we expecting from this? Um, I'm expecting heat for sure. Um, I have... I don't know. I haven't heard any really. He's been on the features a lot well here and there, but as far as albums go, I think every future album has been pretty good. So I don't expect nothing less, hopefully. But what you think? I don't know. I don't expect uh, Best Rapper Alive to be displayed on this next album. If we're going to buy the past few releases, like High Off Life was okay. I won't say it was his best work. I don't know, man. To me, Future's most glory years was the... Back-to-back mixtape era, the Beast Mode, the 56 Nights, and the Monster, and then DS2 dropping right around that era. Like, that was peak future for me. Now, he's had dope projects after that, like Evil and all of that. So, you know, I'm not saying he hasn't had a good project since then, but I, the the best rapper alive thing, I, I don't know if that's what we're going to get from this project. But I do hope we get back that peak level future like that future that we loved i'm telling you the that triple mixtape era that was goat level future if you would have told me at that time yo future's the best rapper alive right now i would have been more inclined to agree with to agree with you than i would right now so um so yeah am i expecting a good album sure am i expecting to be blown away no Honestly, with all honesty. And it pays me to say that because I am a future fan. I am a very big future fan, even more so I was in college. But if you would have said that then, I would have been like, oh, yeah, mm -hmm. I agree with you. I agree with you. Outside of Jay-Z, yep, sure, future is the best rapper alive right there. I would have told you that in like 2014, 15, 16 type of time. But um, now, uh, yeah, I, I he's been killing the features, like you said. But I don't know. I haven't been super blown away by anything maybe um the the future drake collab is is like the my favorite future thing that he's put out in the past three years four years yeah uh-uh yeah i don't know and like i said future fan here my instagram bio is a future lyric so let's not i'm not downplaying future by any means but like i said i just haven't been blown away as of lately yeah i don't think I don't think I'm pressed for a future album like if it comes out cool see if there's any worthy caption moments but or you know songs to use on the IG story but I'm not gonna I'm not hype for it if that makes sense but still give all the credit to future but it's just 2022 it's not like it was back when we was in college and have a new future at that time it's just different so yeah it's definitely a different time but mm-hmm. I I will say maybe this will be the return of that because I mean all the hype surrounding it all of the debate of oh it, is he really a candidate for best rapper alive and his influence is undeniable his influence on hip-hop and rap music is undeniable so we can never take that from him but mm-hmm. yeah well, I guess we'll see that's that's the sh- the long and short of it. We'll see. All right. Lastly, let's talk about Megan The Stallion. So an uh, interview clip dropped online yesterday. Of course, got Twitter in shambles. Of course, got Instagram in shambles. Um, there's a new interview with Megan The Stallion and Gail King. In this interview, Meg is detailing what happened uh, by her account in the Tory Lanez shooting situation where they were at a party together. Megan allegedly wanted to leave this party, and that was a problem, and that's why, allegedly, Tory Lanez started shooting. So let's hear it in her own words, what she had to say happened. It's an argument in the car? It it was an argument because I was ready to go and everybody else wasn't ready to go. Mm -hmm. But that's like normal friend stuff, like... 
we fuss about silly, silly stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. But she's getting emotional. She's I getting choked up. I never put my hands on anybody. I never raised my voice too loud. Like this was one of them times where it was like. It shouldn't have got this crazy. It shouldn't have escalated to right. the way that it did. So I get out the car and it's like everything happens so fast. And all I hear is this man screaming is he said, dance bitch. And he starts shooting. And I'm just like, oh my God. Disgusting. Like he shot a couple of times. Mm -hmm. And I, I so was is so he scared. in the car shooting from the car, Megan? He is standing up over the window okay. shooting. Uh -huh. And I didn't even want to move. I didn't want to move too quick. Like, cause I'm like, oh my God, if I take the wrong step, I don't know if he can shoot something that's like super important. I don't know if he could shoot me and kill me. Like, Were you afraid for your life at that I time? I was really scared cause I had never been shot at before. Mm -hmm. mm. Very, very emotional. Uh, very, just kind of just disgusting to hear. Honestly, mm -hmm. like, I was just like, I was listening to that, like, that's that's crazy. Like, that is so, so crazy to me. I don't know how you hear that and be like, mm, yeah, sis probably made that up. Or, nah, I don't think she's telling the whole truth. Story not adding up. Sounds Doesn't sound believable. I'm like, uh, I kind of believe it. Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I just... I, I really want this to hurry up and play out in court because I've I've just been witnessing so many people just jump through and reach so far and go through so many hoops to try and make it seem like, oh, this is just not plausible at all. Like I can tell that this didn't happen. And I'm just like, I don't I don't see the incentive for her to lie about this. Like she's about to be in tears here. Like I just don't see the, the incentive for making this entire thing up. Yeah, exactly. Like it has been a long time since this incident happened and the court date keeps getting pushed back so much. And we deal with what Tory Lane tweets and what Megan comes back with and things like that. So yeah, I do agree with like, it is, it would be best when this just finishes up and it comes to a conclusion, whatever it is, but um, definitely hearing Megan the Stallion's side of the story with Gail King, or yeah, her side of the story is like, it is sad. Like she's breaking down, she's crying, she's upset. It's emotional to talk about. Um, so it's like, how can you, I mean, no one can act that. Like that wasn't her acting. We see when people are faking the tears or faking um, the sob story, but mm -hmm. that it, it looked and sounded really genuine. So um, I'm kind of, you know, yeah. I never really picked a side, but you can tell Megan Stallion's like, she's not lying about it. So like, can we just get on with it? You know, like right. the girl's going through it. Right. And it's just like, to me, when I, when I think about that, I'm like, what would be the incentive to lie on Tory Lanez? Like, you got to think prior to this happening, Megan was out here popping in these streets. Like she was popping up at the award shows. She had her, her songs booming. Like she was on the radio crazy. She's on these features crazy. She's linking up with people. She had a feature with Nicki Minaj. Like who's, at the the highest point in their career um, that they've been at thus far, and like, hmm, let me let me make up a, a shooting situation. Like, let me make up, let me lie on Tory Lanez real quick to get some clout, or because I'm mad. Like, I don't know, man. That just doesn't seem likely to me. And then two for for the people that are saying like, oh, she can speak about it openly, but Tory Lanez can't. Let's not forget that Tory Lanez opened up the door of them both speaking about it. 
there was silence from both of them until Tory Lanez dropped that album, mm-hmm. speaking on the entire situation. Then Meg dropped the songs and albums and all of that. Then they're going back and forth on Twitter. They're both speaking on it. Then Tory gets the, the order to where he can't speak on it, but still continues to speak on it. And that's why he was just locked up and had to pay $350,000 bail and all of that. So they're both going back and forth speaking on it this entire time. Whether or not legally Tory was supposed to or not, he continued to speak on it. So this this notion that, oh, Megan, Megan's allowed to tell her side of the story and Tory's not. Well, if Tory doesn't want Megan to be allowed to tell her side of the story, he should have, you know, went through the legal process to make that happen the same way she did. But Tory is the one being accused in the situation. So, yeah, he's not allowed to speak on it. But, um, yeah, I just I just thought it was sad to hear and if things really did play out in that exact manner, that's a sick, sick guy right there. Like to sh- to shoot somebody because they don't because they want to leave the party and you don't want to leave and tell them to dance while you shoot at them. Like that's wild. And this is the type of stuff that people allow in the culture. This is the type of stuff that that misogyny capes for. Like no, it didn't happen. This girl's lying. This 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 and that. Like, and I feel like people don't understand and realize the severity of certain things until it happens to to someone that they love. Honestly, like this girl could be dead and gone, and y'all be crying like, "Oh dang, she had a, such a bright future ahead of her. Now she gone." And and I feel like people don't believe it or don't take it as serious as it's supposed to be taken until somebody dies, especially when it's a woman. So, you know, it is what it is. We'll see what happens. But we got to wait till September because that's when the new the court date is. The next court date is. It keeps getting pushed back for some reason, but we'll see then. Yep. Um. And if you want to see the whole interview with Gail King and Megan Stallion, I believe it aired this morning on CBS. So it's probably somewhere on YouTube or online for the whole thing. So check that out. Yep. And we'll see what else we learn from there. We are recording this early before it airs. So uh, we'll we'll of course have new updates. I'm sure after it airs. So yeah, that's that's where we gonna end it at today. That was a lot of a lot of beef again today. I just feel like it's been a lot of beef going on lately. Tomorrow, hopefully, we'll come with some more positive stories. But that's gonna conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all platforms wherever you're listening to us at right now, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials. That's our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, which is all Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can follow us too. I am at Asia Sky on all platforms. And I'm at A-Dub on everything too. And we will see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.